The Lord be with you. And with your a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, On a Sabbath, Jesus went to dine at the home of one of the leading Pharisees, and the people there were observing him carefully. He told a parable to those who had been invited, noticing how they were choosing the places of honor at the table. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not recline at table in the place of honor. A more distinguished guest than you may have been invited by him, and the host who invited both of you may approach you and say, give your place to this man and then you would proceed with embarrassment to take the lowest place. Rather, when you are invited, go and take the lowest place, so that when the host comes to you, he may say, my friend, move up to a higher position. Then you will enjoy the esteem of your companions at the table. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Then he said to the host who invited him, when you hold a lunch or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or your wealthy neighbors in case they may invite you back and you have repayment. Rather, when you hold a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. Blessed indeed will you be because of their inability to repay you for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Special shout out and welcome to all the visitors that are here, either here present or online watching. Uh, welcome. Um, it's a blessing that we are all here. Last weekend in Mass, the 11 o'clock and 7.30 and then the 5, there was just an invitation an invitation to the faithful, myself included, because when, when, I'm, when, I'm, when I'm up here, I'm, I'm journeying with you. I'm journeying with you. So the, the lights that the Holy Spirit put on my heart, hopefully the Holy Spirit, most importantly, will be putting lights on your heart. Things that will help you in your path as you journey from here, this time of worship, this Sunday, into your Monday, into your Wednesday, into the rest of your week. And you may be able to get something that you can carry away. And so last week we just literally offered out to the faithful in those masses three letters. Three simple letters to carry away. And the invitation was put it on your coffee pot or on your computer or on the dash of your car or in your locker. But those letters were L-M-L. L-M-L. And it was simply, lead me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. What a beautiful, spontaneous prayer is. And, and what was very beautiful to see in the course of the week is different parishioners where that touched their heart and in some way, shape, form, they wanted to share it with me. 
For instance, there was one parishioner shortly thereafter that sent a, a snapshot of her iPhone. And on her iPhone had LML. And I was like, that's cool. So I like copied hers and put it on my iPhone, LML, for this week. So in the busyness of the week, I would look at my phone, we often do, right? And I would be reminded, lead me, Lord. When I was in the, in the military and we flew helicopters and you go to flight school and you're there at the beginning and usually get really busy and all this stuff, that's when accidents happen. And so they had us put on our, our watches little orange dots in our watch. Back in the day when we wore watches, right? We don't wear them now, but we were wearing watches. And it was called a safety dot. Everybody had to put it on there. Where's your safety dot? Put it on there. Because what happens? You get in a rush, you get in the busiest day, you look at your watch, uh, slow down. So it's beautiful how she put L-M-L. Lead me, Lord. It's blessed to have a marriage prep this, this past week where this awesome couple came in and the young man teaches at a school and he was talking in the marriage prep about how in his school, someone in the school needed some help. He needed some assistance, but he had a lot on his plate in the week. And he was like, I really can't do this. I got so much going on, all this stuff going on. And then all of a sudden, he kind of looked to the right, and he had written down somewhere in his home, LML. And he said, Father, you know, it just hit my heart. The Holy Spirit, lead me, Lord. And that moved me to say yes to this person in need. And so I did that. My fiance and I, we, we went off and offered them something. They needed some help. Leaving the 11 o'clock mass this last Sunday, there was a, a van driving out with a whole family in it, and it was very easy to see as I walked over to the rectory, a teenage girl driving, the, driving that van, but with the you, know, the, you know the big eyes that say this is the first time I'm driving the family? I mean, literally, it was the big eyes that were like, wow, that she has to be driving for the first time. So I went over, just kind of went over the window, knocked on the window, and she rolled down the window, and I said... Are you just like driving for the first time and the whole family's in the back, the dad's in the back seat, and they go, yep, father. And he said, all of us during the mass, when you mentioned those words, L-M-L, we were trying to guess what that meant, and it's okay getting distracted in that way, trying to figure it out. Half of us got it right, leave me, Lord. Half of us didn't. And she kind of looks up from the wheel and says, yeah, leave me, Lord. And everybody else saying the same, right? So it's just, it's, it's how do we take this encounter with Jesus that we have in this moment of worship and bring it into our lives and make it real. For me, one of the most beautiful moments in the Mass, in the Liturgy of the Word, thanks to our deacons, is when like the deacons take the book of the Gospel and they bring the book of the Gospel. It's not a parade. It's not a performance. It's not theater. It's to draw attention to that gold book that something greater and more precious than gold is coming, and that's Jesus speaking to us in the Gospel. Through the first readings and the Psalms and the gospel acclamation and the second reading, all that stuff, he's still speaking to us. He's using the voice of those who proclaim it, but in a special way, when the deacon lifts up that book of the gospel, for me, that's my moment of connection, knowing that Jesus is going to speak through Deacon Michael's voice to me and to each one of us. As you may find yourself hopefully in the moment of consecration when the host is lifted up and Jesus is using my hands and my voice, but it's, it's Jesus bringing himself to us 
you know, me too, and I have to make an act of faith, like, how is this possible? And the Lord's like, I got it. All you need to do is just say to me, lead me, Lord. So lead me, Lord, in this celebration. I have three more letters this week. We're going to go from LML, and I got three that I'm going to give you, and I want you to kind of hold on it. If you get distracted, go ahead, see if you can figure them out. We'll tell you halfway through. And it's Jesus' response to us. This past week, if you may have been at the earlier Masses and you got that message and you said, lead me, Lord. Well, sometimes we ask our Lord to lead us, but then we're looking for him to point and tell us. He's telling us today. When we look at him and say, lead me, Lord, he's telling us. And it's this. L-F-M. L-F-M. And if you really had your spiritual ears on and were singing that gospel acclamation that went on, you may have it. L-F-M. Let's look at the gospel today of what was said in Jesus where he's speaking to us and he says, For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Every time I hear this, I'm, I'm, I'm moved to, be, to recall a story that maybe I share it too much, I don't know, but it, every time it turns over in my heart, it moves me. And it's a story of a gentleman who was a well-known orator, speaker, performer, whatever you want to call it, in New York City. He was coming to the moment of retirement, and he was finishing up his career, and they had this huge banquet, a huge banquet hall with, with hundreds of people. Everybody kind of vying to get close to him and say, I know Johnny, I know Johnny. When did you meet Johnny first? I met Johnny first here. Everybody kind of jockeying for their position to sit close to Johnny to show their, their positions of importance in knowing Johnny, who was well-known in New York City. Johnny's in the midst of all that activity, all that business, everybody coming up and saying hello. And he gazes across the room and sees at a distance a longtime mentor of his named Jim. Somebody who was several years older than him, but was a mentor for many years, pivotal in his life. So he leans over to one of his family members and kind of says, hey, can you go over and get, can you get Jim and bring him up? I want him to sit at my right. The family member says, but you got a family member sitting your right. And says, okay, they won't mind. They're okay if I kind of put Jim there. So Jim sits there and Jim comes up and they're having the food and it's a banquet and everybody's happy and it's a joyful moment. And he's just really not participating in the conversation much. Kind of leaning over a little bit, not a whole lot of eye contact, but listening. Then all of a sudden, someone in the group, as the meal ends and dessert is being served, stands up and says, Hey, Johnny, Johnny, one last time, we want to hear you, Johnny. We want to hear you speak. Whatever it is you want to do, just speak something, Johnny. So Johnny stood up and got the microphone and looked at him and engaged the audience, had that twinkle in the eye, the smile. They were on the edge of their seat. He said, I'll do it on one condition. When I'm finished, my dear mentor for many years, Jim here, will have a moment to speak. Whatever you want, Johnny. So Johnny takes the phone and he speaks with eloquence. The Lord is my shepherd, there is nothing I shall want. Though I walk through the valley of darkness, I shall fear no evil because he's at my side. 
place erupts. People stand up there cheering. They're like, way to go, Johnny. Way to go. <laughs> Calms down. He turns to, to Jim and he says, it's your turn. Helps him up with his hand under his elbow. Hands in the microphone. Johnny takes a seat. Jim doesn't even make, doesn't even make any eye contact. Kind of ruffles with the microphone, makes some noise. Not the best public presentation. Bows his head and prays. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. Though I walk through the valley of darkness, I fear no evil. When he finished praying, you could have heard the pin drop. No cheering. Utter silence. Johnny took the microphone, helped Jim to his seat, and looked at the crowd and says, Don't you get it? Don't you get it? I know the psalm. He knows the shepherd. I know the psalm. He knows the shepherd. Do I know the shepherd? Is my worship in my week all about in my heart encountering the good shepherd who wants to lead me to a place of rest? Lead me, Lord. Let's take it a little further into the gospel and let's look at Matthew chapter 11, verse 28 through 30. To make those connections, a window into Jesus' heart so that he can, if we, say, if we say, lead me, Lord, we have to look for that response through his living word. Let him speak to your heart and then hear what he says so beautifully. Come to me, all you who labor and are burdened, and I will give you rest. Every one of us, last night or this morning, in one way, shape, or form. Lead me, Lord. And our Lord said, come, and you've come, and you are here. And if we're honest, we're burdened from the week's journey. We're tired, we're hungry, we're thirsty. Something's missing. And he comes to fill that. And we come to him. And whether we use those words, lead me, Lord, in our heart, we long for our Lord to lead us. I do not know what your week has in store for you this coming week. I do not know the challenges you have in the workplace or in your school or in your family life or in your neighborhood or in your community. I do not know, but he knows. And he goes with us. And he invites us to come and you have come. It is good that you're here. Hopefully this time of worship is a time of resting in the Lord. He goes on in Verse 29, our Lord and speaks to us, take my yoke upon you. And here it is, LFM. Learn from me. Lead me, Lord. And Jesus in response, he, he wants to lead us and he looks at us with love and he says, learn from me. Look to me, Jesus says. Follow me, Jesus says. Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. Meekness, my brothers and sisters in Christ, is not weakness. Meekness is not going around meek and lowering your head and all that stuff. It is not 
weakness. Meekness is self-possession. Meekness is self-control, which is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. Meekness that our Lord spoke about on the Mount of Beatitudes. Blessed are the meek, for they shall possess the land. Jesus, with his meekness, possessed Calvary. Not only Calvary, but the whole world. And sought to take the possession of our hearts and the possessions of every heart of every human being for all time. When he cried from the cross, the meek one, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. What self-control. What self-possession. What meekness. Learn from me, for I am meek and humble of heart. Jesus wants us to learn from him. How can I this week, and if it helps you, write LML. Lead me, Lord. Put it in your locker in school. Put it on a post-it note by the coffee pot so that you give that first cup of coffee to your spouse. Put that on your mirror where you brush your teeth at night and make that your night prayers, your spontaneous prayer. Lead me, Lord. And then listen as you break open his word. Listen as you watch a sun rise. Listen as you maybe turn off the radio of your car to let him speak to you and recall the gospel this week. Let him tell you, learn from me. Look to me. Follow me. Accompany me. Jesus is with us. Jesus wants to lead us. Lead me, Lord. And his response? Learn from me.